0: Welcome to The Lavender Lifestyle, the podcast on personal growth and lifestyle design. My name's Eileen, and I'm here to guide you to become a master artist of life. Every Sunday, you'll get new insight and inspiration on how to create your dream life. After the episode, the conversation continues in our Lavender Lifestyle Facebook group. I can't wait to see you there. Life is an art. Make it your masterpiece. Hello everyone! Welcome back to The Lavender Lifestyle. It's Eileen. Today's episode is another segment of our community podcast. So this is an episode where I bring on people from our Lavender Lifestyle Facebook group to come on the show and just ask me whatever questions they want. Last time we did it in a way where they could ask me one question and I would ask them a question. And this time, I think I just had them prepare a question, but I just let the conversation flow naturally and see where it would take us. So I hope you guys enjoy the show first up we have guna from scotland hi guna how are you doing hey how are you i am great thank you (laughs) i'm great too so i'm excited to have you on for our second community podcast uh what's your question you have for me Thank you so much for
1: having me. And my question is, so my lifestyle and business has grown together so much that I can't really draw any more a line between them. So what should I do? Should I just like, because my all main purpose and goal was to build business around my lifestyle that it's like flowing nicely. But now I kind of feel that it's so like all together that I just can't like draw a line between but maybe i don't need
0: it anymore well what is your business and how many hours a week or how many hours a day are you working on it
1: okay so i am an artist and i'm graphic designer but i also uh, help coach people about branding and i also build web pages so i have a team and um Last month, my husband as well joined full time in our business together. So Mm. now it's even like more closer together. It's even more linked because it's all like family life as well is all together in business. So we are really, really creative. And our working hours mainly is the hours when our uh, little daughter is in school. She is in first year in school. So we kind of trying to shadow that we are working those hours when she's in school and then maybe some evening hours extra so we do have this family time but um still feel when we're traveling it's all about like mostly about business which is fun and we really love what we do it's just sometimes that strange feeling when somebody else are investing somewhere or buying some new things and they are doing it for just for life (laughs) we usually do it like oh what we can get new for business what how we can grow better so yeah we just thinking is it like we need to do some boundaries right now or should we kind of keep doing and because it we still enjoy it we just are a little bit afraid that maybe there will be some point when we we'll be like oh wait a minute, it's not fun anymore, so.
0: Yeah, well, it sounds like right now, you you say that you enjoy it and you love it and you're, you're just wondering about the future. Like, is this going to go too far? Which I don't think you're there yet, which I personally think that this kind of thing is all up to you wherever you want to draw your boundaries. But as long as you're still enjoying working together, then it's fine. Maybe just create like a pocket of time, like maybe a Sunday for a couple hours, you have straight like, family time, no business talk, you know what I mean? Like maybe carve out a little bit of time for whatever you need for your family and relationships, but it's completely up to you. And it sounds like you enjoy working together and you enjoy this life right now. Don't feel like you have to change what you're doing just because everybody else is doing something a different way. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yes, I'm feeling actually, I, I feel that in my like gut, in my heart, that I really just need to follow how I how we eat together how our family feels great yeah and that's basically it and and probably i just wanted like a little bit confirmation about that as well <laughs> so so yeah
0: I think it's so important to just listen to your intuition and trust what you feel inside because nobody else can tell you how to live your life. And it's really up to you. Maybe have this conversation with your husband because he might feel differently. So as long as you two communicate and you make sure that you're understanding of each other and you're on the same page, I think that's all that matters.
1: Yes, I totally agree. And it's great because we are communicating really well. And actually, if we work more, if we kind of have those projects together, we are getting really passionate about it. And actually, it kind of makes our relationship even like stronger and better. because we, yeah, yeah,
0: it does. You have more to talk about. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think it's great. It sounds fun. And as long as it feels good, keep doing it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Great. Thank you so much.
0: All right. So I think it's my turn to ask you a question. I'll ask a question that might be helpful for people out there. How did you start your business and what are tips that you can give out there to people who want to start a graphic design business?
1: Yes. Yeah, so, well, my journey has been pretty long, I would say. I am an entrepreneur journey uh, 11 years now. So basically, when I already knew when I was really small that I will do something. I will be a business owner. I didn't know how or when because I didn't have any background in business in my family. But I knew, I just knew that. And um, all my life has been like really, really creative. My mom is an artist. So it kind of just leads uh, to all this lifestyle we have now. Like kind of organically, but in the same time, it was a long journey. So it started with marketing and branding studies and art school then I keep doing uh, photography and I was a little bit confused because I was doing all those different things I was also working in a bank just to kind of make this income like really great every single month because I didn't believe that you actually can create really creative and amazing life and also support your lifestyle so that was that took me a long time to change that mindset. And actually, when you do this mindset shift, the magic happens. And because uh, the last three years are the basically that shift point, that mindset changing. And it's, it's been great. So I would really suggest to keep that mindset, to educate yourself, to learn, to see what's happening around, how other people who are creative have reached those goals and just... Um, Follow the lead and uh, trust your intuition, your heart. Because yeah, like I would say, just last year has been like really breakthrough when I actually have like, 100% realized that yes, I'm excellent at what I do. Uh, people love the things I'm creating, and just need to keep educate myself. Just need to keep being like finding all those ways how to stay really inspired, how to be creative, and I think that's the that's the hardest part especially now where everything is like life is so busy there's social media all those notifications and everything and and creative people can get really distracted like really quickly like really easy so my probably biggest suggestion would be that wake up in the morning do something for yourself do something for your for your soul then create then go create either it's like something for your clients um, maybe it's some maybe you are a graphic designer but you want to sell your own work or you are an artist and you want to sell your own work just go create and only then all the notifications social media your own marketing emails and all the rest because that's probably was uh, like really big stressing point for me because I was doing like opposite way around so
0: yeah most people they wake up and they're on social media and they answer emails which is the opposite of what you should be doing
1: yes exactly especially if you are creative because like for everybody but if you are creative it's like just kind of draws all out from you the whole energy and but you need to be like you need to feed your soul and then you just go and create because how more you create if you create every single day it will be amazing because how more you create, how much ins- more inspiration you are getting and it just like drives you more and more and you are passionate about what you are doing. So I think that's my probably the
0: biggest suggestion. Yeah, I love it. So let me just recap what you said. The first thing I loved is you have to change your mindset and actually believe that you can do what you love and make a living doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing was wake up and give Time to yourself first, in order to be creative and inspired. So, thank you for sharing that.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. I think it's like really just so important. And sometimes we even know it, and we kind of yes, that's something what we should do. But then again, we are not actually doing it. We just forgetting or getting into that flow when everything is like so busy and and crazy. And yeah, that's that's definitely something should be worth doing taking care of yourself yeah
0: yeah all right well thank you so much guna i hope you have a great evening (laughs) thank you so much for having me
1: yes it's really late here in scotland not really late but it's still late so yeah (laughs) so greetings and thank you thank you for having me there okay
0: bye bye all right next up we have livia from brazil hey livia what's up so you're calling from brazil right yes that's amazing where are you are you at home what are you doing?
2: As yes, I'm at home, I'm actually in my room. <laughs> I'm in my closet here full of clothes.
0: Oh, you're in your closet? I'm in the closet too. <laughs>
2: yeah, it sounds way better than the rest of the house. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's funny. So what is your question for me?
2: The topic I choose was personal growth. And as you choose a alternative path in life, it's not the, the job normal people have, And I was curious, how did your family
0: see your choices? Yeah, since I took like a different path than what's normally expected, I definitely went through a time in my life where I felt like my family didn't support me or didn't really understand what I was doing, or maybe they didn't take what I was doing seriously. So I went to school and I was a business major. So I was expected to get a job after college, which is what most people would want for, you know, someone who graduated college. College. but in my situation I I just knew in my heart that I had to do something more creative I wanted to explore a bunch of different industries and stuff and so as I was like exploring music and later on starting this blog, I think the whole time, like friends and or family, I think some of them were supportive, but on the other hand, they would treat it as if it was a temporary thing. Like maybe I would get a job after this or or like they didn't really take it super seriously. And the, I mean, I think for extended family and peers, you feel that pressure from them, but you feel the most pressure from like your parents. And so my dad was really against me doing Anything like creative, really. He just wanted me to get a job and be able to support myself right after college. And that was a struggle for me to try to learn to. Be defiant and learn to be myself and stand strong in what I believed was right for my life. Because I think all my life I listened to what other people told me what to do. You know, all my all my life, people told me to do good in school, get good grades, go to a good college, and and I did those things. You know, I, I studied hard to impress other people. I studied hard to like prove that I was smart to other people, and it wasn't really. I don't think it was for myself. You know, I when I was in high school, I joined a lot of clubs and I was like vice president of a, like these school clubs and stuff, and I did that not because I wanted to, but because it would look good for college. And so I think my whole life I spent like obeying others and what they told me to do, and when it was time to like actually pick out what to do with my career, that's when I started to learn to be strong. First of all, to, like figure out myself what I wanted with my life and then just be strong, even when the people around you do not see things your way. So I think ultimately, yes, it's hard, but at the end of the day, your life is made up of your choices. You know, it's it's worth it if you follow your heart and follow what you think is true for yourself.
2: Yeah, I believe in the end, your happiness is above
0: all. Yeah, and like one idea that really influenced me on this is, you know, when people are giving you their opinions, like you should do this, you should do that. At the end of the day, like if you listen to what they say and do it, or if you don't listen to what they say and do it, like, at the end of the day, you have to live with the decision of your life. It's not really going to affect them that much. You, you know what I mean? like
2: yeah it's your if life you, so you should live yeah, your
0: choices exactly you have to live 100 your life and even if you do something for the other person they'll be like oh cool and then they won't think about it after five minutes like it won't bother them it's just knowing that you have to deal with your choices in your life 100 of the time and these other people who are telling you what to do they don't have to deal with the effects and repercussions of your decisions because they're live. they're busy living their life
2: yeah, I remember once you said that in one of your episodes. Uh, my best sidekick is myself, and because everyone else is busy living their own lives.
0: Yes, yeah. So I have a question for you. How do you stay motivated in your life?
2: I try to see, always see my goal. Uh, I, I actually made a vision board three weeks ago and every morning, I look at it while I'm doing uh, hydrating, stretching, meditating. I meditate looking at it. I put photos of all the things I wanted to achieve, all my goals, um, I'm 24-year-old mm-hmm. and I'm graduating in English. And Ooh, nice. my, yeah, my, dream li- my dream life is to be an uh, English-Portuguese professional translator.
0: Amazing. Yeah. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, and the the point is that I want to be my own boss. I want to be a freelancer. I want to work at home because I work 8-5 and I don't feel m- motivated to go to work and it's it's hard because you're doing that I'm doing that just for the money.
1: And mm, yeah.
2: It's not exactly what I want, and I want to live the life I always wanted. Mm-hmm. And it's it's hard to feel motivated every day. You know, you have bad days and you Oh god, I don't wanna do it anymore. Do I really have to pass through all of this just to leave my life? And you keep questioning yourself mm-hmm. and at the end I really feel motivated when I watch your videos.
0: Aww. Thank you. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, you're motivated by your true dream. So as long as you don't give up and you continue keep working your eye towards... your the goal. Exactly. Keep your eye on your goal. Like, always look at your vision board. So I really... Yeah, I really hope you can eventually be the Portuguese English translator. Yeah, I'm
2: trying really hard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> by the way, do you watch... Or maybe you don't... Do you know Karina Fragosa?
2: No. Oh,
0: she's like a YouTuber from Brazil that I met. She teaches English... English to people in Brazil. So you just reminded me of her. Wow, really interesting. Okay, I think that's it for my questions for you. Thank you so much, Livia, for coming on. I hope you have a great day.
2: Thanks. I hope you have a great night here in Brazil. It's (laughs) 8pm. And I hope you have a good evening, good afternoon. Bye.
0: Alright my loves, it's time to take a break with our sponsor, FreshBooks. If you're a freelancer or a small business owner, FreshBooks is an intuitive cloud accounting software that's the simplest way to be more organized and productive with your day-to-day paperwork. With FreshBooks, you can create and send professional-looking invoices in less than 30 seconds, set up online payments to get paid faster and more. There's even a new FreshBooks proposal feature, which allows you to include an outline of your project, scope of work, and a timeline. No more switching software, fussing over formatting and wasting your precious time. Freshbooks is offering all Lavender listeners a 30-day unrestricted free trial so you can try it out for yourself. To claim your free trial, go to freshbooks.com/lifestyle and enter the Lavender Lifestyle in the How did you hear about us section. That's freshbooks.com/lifestyle. Okay, now we have Jesse who's calling from Singapore.
3: Hi, Jessie. What's your question? Hello, Irene. My question is, I always have something uh, or idea on my mind that I wanted to do. But um, my negative thoughts always blocking me from doing it. For example, I will think myself, I'm not good enough. I, I shouldn't do this. People might not like it. And so I spend a lot of time curling out those unnecessary things. So this makes me do a lot of practice, like some of the homework to reach my goals. Maybe need some like two day, two to three days later and sometimes it need more time to produce my, what I want to do. I would like to ask you how do you face them normally and how do you resolve all, the, all these doubts during the process and any ways to boost the confidence for ourselves?
0: Yeah, I think that's a very common thing. A lot of us doubt ourselves and it happens to everyone. It even happens to me. I think part of it is fear that holds you back, fear that you're not good enough, fear that other people will judge you for whatever you're doing. or sometimes it's fear of being perfect because sometimes you want to do something so well, like you want to hit this goal, but because you're you're so um, tied to the result, you really want it to be perfect, you're scared to even try. Right? Mm -hmm. Because then once you try, then what if you fail? What if it's not as good as you thought it was? And it happens to everyone, it's totally normal. Honestly, the best way to beat fear and self-doubt is to just take action anyway. And it it doesn't have to be like a big action. It just start taking action even in like a baby step because action removes fear. Because when you're sitting there thinking about doing something. You're letting your thoughts and your mind take over, and obviously, it's your your mind is going to run run around and just tell you all these things. But once you start taking action, you start making this goal a reality, even in a very small way. And you'll notice that in the beginning, it might be scary, but after taking like baby steps of action, the fear will kind of Mm -hmm. like move aside slowly because you realize like, oh, it's it's not so bad, or like I thought. I was going to be really sad if this wasn't perfect, but but it's okay. You know, I think just taking action anyway, training yourself to not obey your fear. Like you can hear it, listen to what it's saying. Just be like, okay, I understand. I might doubt myself right now, but I'm just going to try anyway. Because I think everything in life is worth giving it a try. Like there's, there's no reason not to try, right? Mm-hmm. So don't let it hold you back. Just give yourself permission to try and take those baby steps. And I think once you've taken those actions, you you realize that the fear will slowly, slowly move aside. Yeah. Can I ask you, what's the thing that's scaring you the most
3: that your goal that you want to do? Like, for example, because like every month I got, um there's a goal for myself. For example, I will, maybe I will paint something for this month so like initially i will do a lot of research uh all mm-hmm. the study then everything have already found out so i never put everything into the t- paper because i still like hesitate maybe the outcome is not good enough that um i think mm-hmm. that maybe i will compare it to other people's they are doing really well so so i will do some of the comparisons
0: yeah comparison is another thing to just try not to do because i was just on instagram and i i saw this quote it's don't compare yourself to other people because you can't compare the sun with the moon they both shine in their own way Right? So yeah, I think for you, it, a lot of this fear and resistance, it's all in your head. And I think if you just put these things down on paper and just take the action, you'll realize that it's not so bad. because taking action is better than sitting there thinking mm-hmm. about it. <laughs> because at least you're moving forward if you're trying. So you don't want to spend your entire life sitting there thinking about it, right? You, yeah. you want to spend this pre- time is precious. So every use every day, use all of your time in the day, whatever minutes you can use for your goals. Like use those minutes to take action and move yourself forward instead of use, wasting those minutes thinking about it and being scared and worried and doubting yourself, comparing
3: yourself to others. Yeah, like for this stage, I'm still figuring out uh, myself, like what I want, like um, who I am. So this is like another another thinking that in my mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I think everyone has to go through that. It's okay. All you have to do is when you're lost, you like I said, this is a quote from Marie Forleo. She says, Clarity comes from engagement, not thought. Meaning when you're unsure of what you're supposed to do with your life, the best thing you can do is take action and, and try it out. So, so you might have a few ideas of what you might like doing. Mm-hmm. I would just make a list of those things and start with number one, start trying it out for a month or something and see how you feel. And then if that doesn't work out, then you try the next thing. And if that doesn't work mm-hmm. out, then you try the next thing. And it's all about exploring and experimenting because. Like I said, as, if you just sit there and think about it, you'll never get the answer.
3: <laughs> cool.
0: So think of it in a fun way. Don't be scared to do it. It's like, think of it as a life experiment because you'll learn about yourself. Like, what am I good at? What do I like doing? Mm-hmm. What kind of life do I want? So, yeah. It should be fun. <laughs> Good luck with everything, Jessie. Yeah, thank you. Right.
3: Yeah, I always trying out um, sometimes. So in the progress, sometimes I will feel a bit stressed about it. I try to tell myself I should enjoy it. Then uh, sometimes I might a bit nervous or panic and not relax during the process. And then my friend told me maybe I push my, uh, myself too hard about that. Yeah,
0: yeah. because you probably want... You sound like you're used to being like an over retriever, You sound like you, you like to be successful. And when you don't know, when you don't have a direction in life, it can be very, very frustrating because mm-hmm. you feel like you're failing because you don't know, you don't have a clear direction so Mm -hmm. i i've been there too and it's hard to say it when you're in it but you do have to go be easier on yourself and be gentle with yourself give yourself the time to like figure things out on your own time don't don't compare yourself to others seeing others who like already have it figured out because everyone's journey is so different and so unique that you cannot compare so just focus on your own journey and be easier on yourself do the best you can Alrighty. Thank you so much. (laughs) I I wish you good luck. And just don't be so nervous. It just takes time. We've all been through it. And I mean, you're in the Lavender Lifestyle community group, right? Right. Yeah. So whenever you have questions, you can always ask, like just post your questions in there. And then there'll be people all over the world who would answer your question or people that you'll find are going through the same thing that you are, which is so great about the community. So yeah, you're not alone. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Alrighty, thank you. Have a good day. Thank Bye. You. Bye. Up next is Bethany from Vancouver, Washington.
4: Hi, Bethany. What's up? How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm
0: good. So what is your question for me?
4: So I wanted to ask you a little bit about finances. Your recent YouTube video was awesome and I was like, I want to know more. So my first question is, do you remember a time, maybe now, where you were not concerned about money? Yeah. Oh, by
0: the way, for those of you guys listening, she's referring to my video called How to Attract More Money Into Your Life, right? Yes.
4: Yep. That's that one. It. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so a time where I didn't have to worry about money is probably now. <laughs> so I recently I, I would say like in the past three or four months is where I really saw, I don't know, a lot of financial abundance come into my life, partly because of selling the workbook. And partly because like my channel is picked up, I have more opportunities to do like brand videos and things like that. So I'm very, very blessed. I'm finally at a stage where I'm like very confident in my business and I feel like very blessed financially. So do you have another question related to that?
4: Yeah, just to kind of segue off of that then, as an entrepreneur, how did you determine like when was the right time to quit your day job? And Like you felt secure enough that that was something you could do.
0: I advocate for keeping your day job until you absolutely don't need it anymore because (laughs) it is totally a huge risk to like jump out and start a business or start a blog, whatever you're trying to do. It takes time to build it up. So I'm saying I, I became really financially confident in the past three or four months, but I've been working on YouTube for about four years. So I would say it took like, okay, so maybe like two years in, it was making money, but I didn't feel like super secure. It was kind of like you're barely scraping by. And then the third year, it got better. And then the fourth year, it got better better. You know what I mean? So it it is slow. I would say everyone's situation is different. You have to look at the numbers, really take time to like break down how much are your expenses? How much money do you need to to survive in your basic living? You have to calculate it. I know for some people it's scary to look at the money, but you have to just be your own accountant. Basically, you have to track how much is coming in, how much is going out, and make sure that you can support yourself, you know? with what you have. I feel like for me since I graduated college I lived at home to save money, so I didn't have to pay rent and I recently just moved into a new apartment. This is actually like my first apartment after I graduated. So, so all this whole time I wasn't paying rent and so it just depends on everyone's life. It depends on you, you know what I mean, everyone's expenses and lifestyle is different. So you have to figure out
4: that breaking point for you. What does that look like? Yeah, like what's the minimum to get you by so that you can yeah. exactly like the minimum ex- enough to meet your expenses, your basic basic expenses. right? Because then you're in like a balancing act of how do I balance my day job yeah. with my content creation? and you know that can mm-hmm. be kind of challenging too. I feel like. yeah, is that what you're currently doing right now? I am, yeah. I'm a teacher by day, and Mm -hmm. then I have a couple blogs by night. So <laughs> what are your blogs about? So I have a phone photography blog and I just talk about ways you can control your phone camera and how you can make that work for you and how it's equivalent in some ways to a DSLR um, since I teach yeah. photography. And then the other one I have is a finance blog that I run with my partner. Oh, cool. yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So that is kind of a lot on your plate because you have a job and two side blogs, <laughs> right?
4: Yeah. And I don't know why initially I was like, like, I can totally do this. And <laughs> I'm about the six months mark with both because right. I started. Okay. Them, and then I'm like, okay, wow, that's a lot. Well, are you
0: feeling like you like one more than the other? Or do you still love both equally?
4: I still love both equally. And that's okay. also the challenge because I felt like, well, maybe one will kind of stand out more than the other. But yeah, they're both like, I'm so passionate about both. So
0: yeah, that's really interesting. I would say just continue sticking it out and then see see what sticks. Because if you're really interested in both, keep doing both. And now it's just a matter of like being organized with your time. Because if you're, you know, you you only have the weekends and nights to work on your blog. So try to like batch creating content. Like maybe write a, a bunch of posts in a day or take a bunch of photos in a day. I, I don't know what your process is, but yeah, have you done anything like that?
4: Yeah, I have. Um, When I first started, I don't feel like I had a process, but then I set goals and deadlines, and I was like, I'm going to write, you know, two times a week and I like planned out scheduled out time for that to happen and um one of my goals was like have an adventure every weekend and then I could Mm -hmm. guarantee that I would constantly be creating pictures and like having something to talk about and also just enriching my life too yeah and is your goal to make your blogs your full-time job you know, I am I can't say yes for sure. Ideally, okay. yeah, that would be great, but I also just love teaching too. So, it's kind of yeah, it's hard to choose. I I don't know that I'm ready to choose either. Yeah. Mm.
0: Yeah. Then it seems like you're still in a stage where you just just keep doing it, and then you'll see how you feel later on. Because teaching is also a fun and fulfilling job as well. And I think at the end of the day, it depends on what your goals are. Because if your goals were to like make money from the blog and be able to quit your job, then I would say like invest in creating some sort of product. You can sell like whether it's like a course teaching photography or something where you can start to see some income on the side. But another thing mm-hmm. is I don't I don't know if you've read the book Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. That's an amazing book for creativity by the way, but she says in the book that like you don't want to put that pressure on your creativity to make money for you because then it kind of it distorts it a little bit right now because you have your teaching job to support you, you can give your full passion and have fun with your blogs and not feel that pressure to like
4: make it a career or a job that pays your bills because
0: there it it changes things.
4: Right. And then there's not authenticity. So I think that kind of comes through is like if you're doing it to create and not stifle your creativity, or are you staying authentic, and you know where does that line come in? But I think that's definitely true with the money aspect of it, for sure.
0: Yeah. So, so there's pros and cons to both sides because if you have a job and you're content creating on the side, then it's like pure art and fun and stuff. And then if you know some people, they really want to make it their business. That that's good too. There's nothing wrong with that, but there's a balancing act there.
4: Yes. Yeah. For mm-hmm. sure.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Bethany. Wishing you good luck with both of your blogs (laughs) and teaching.
4: Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. And lastly,
0: we have Lakshita calling from New Delhi, India. Hi, Lakshita. How are you? I'm all good. How are you? I'm so well. So I think it's super cool you're calling all the way from India. It's quite far away from this. Yeah, I would love
5: to go there one day. So do you have a question for me? I have a few questions for you. And they're about minimalism and self-development. Because I feel that you're the best person to talk about it. So my first question is, how does minimalism help us to declutter our lives? And do you recommend it to everybody? Because I feel that there are so many people who feel very, very upset in their lives when they have a lot of things around them and feel very decluttered. They want something to declutter their lives and I feel that their surroundings matter a lot to them.
0: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you already agree that minimalism is, is something that can be helpful for everyone and I think, I mean, obviously... Your physical space is kind of a reflection of your inner space. So, and and it goes vice versa. You know, if you feel messy on the inside, it's likely that your space is cluttered and chaotic, but you can also transform it the other way. You can start with your space. When you declutter, you can feel like you're bringing new energy into your space and you just feel lighter and it's it's hard to explain, but it really like it affects your mood because your environment has a huge effect on how you feel every day so that's there's so many reasons to to try out minimalism to learn about it but i think yeah just one of them is decluttering is it's fun it it feels good to have a nice and organized space all right and do you think that you should recommend it to everybody so I think that a lot of people have a, a very extreme view of minimalism, and I do recommend everybody learn about what minimalism really means. And to me, it really means to be more consciously aware of the things that you bring into your life. It's Minimalism is not necessarily about like getting rid of everything and not owning anything. It's not about that. Minimalism is about deciding what things you want to keep in your life. Making sure that like all of these things that you own Are not just there, not just because. Like, you want everything to have an intention behind it. Like, everything that you own is something that you either really love, something that brings you a lot of joy, or something that adds a lot of value to your life. And so, minimalism is more about kind of becoming more conscious of all the things you're bringing into your life, whether it's physical things, or people, or circumstances, opportunities. It's about making sure that everything in your life is there because you want it to be there it's not there on accident <laughs> so you know yeah, what i mean
5: I understand and thanks for giving me a wonderful answer because i really think that what you just said is so so true because i've always thought about minimalism but do you think that it is easy to carry on the process because you have to leave all your products all the things that you surround yourself with mm-hmm. well that's the thing the fun thing about minimalism is that it's there's no rules
0: there's no rules to tell you you're only allowed to own one pair of shoes or five books like there's no rules on that so what you keep is ultimately up to you so don't like if you enjoy having a collection of books and they really make you happy Minimalism is not telling you to throw those books away, or you know what I mean? So, if it genuinely makes you happy, you don't have to let it go. Minimalism is just about like the things that don't make you happy, the things that are, you know, just randomly in your life. You, th- those are the things that you should learn to declutter and let go. And minimalism is an ongoing journey where it doesn't end, you know, like you can start from where you are now and just. Slowly declutter, but there's no right or wrong way to do it. All right, awesome. And then I'm just curious about you what got you into minimalism? How did you first hear about it, and why does it inspire you?
5: So, basically, I am a 15 year old, but I'm a lot into interior designing and interior decoration. So, whenever I have a project about interior designing, and I keep thinking about minimalism because I came across it through YouTube. So, I feel like, can I do minimalism while doing interior designing, giving people only the things they require and the decorations I use, those decorations are only, are those decorations only for, you know, showcasing the things or can they be useful in a way so that it also helps minimalistic people
0: awesome that's that's super interesting and you're so young you have so much time to learn and I love that you're starting so early and you know what you're passionate about so yeah I I just wish you good luck with everything in life thank you so much thank you have a good morning and day thank you all right, thank you so much to all of our community guests who came on the podcast today. I had so much fun talking to you and getting to know you. And also, I was just really impressed at how international our audience is. Like I really wasn't expecting to talk to people from all over the world literally. And Isn't it just so nice to feel like we are all connected? Like, I feel like we are all the same, no matter where you are in the world. We're all humans. We all go through the same emotions. We all go through the same human struggles, and we're just all learning. We're all trying our best, and we're all learning along the way. So, it's a beautiful journey to be on, and I'm just so grateful to be sharing it with all of you out there. So, thank you so much for this episode. And if you want to be part of a future community podcast, Then feel free to join our Facebook group. Just search Lavender Lifestyle Community and join in. And then we'll be like putting out calls for when we're scheduling people for the next podcast. So, yeah, have a beautiful day. And I will talk to you guys in the next one.